The week of November 9th, 2014 was indeed a defining moment for me and no doubt a host of other mentees and longtime disciples of the late, great, uncompromising and incomparable Dr. Miles Monroe. To say Papa or Grandpa, as he was affectionately called by those who truly loved him, went out with a bang would be an understatement. This short gentleman with the great big smile and larger-than-life personality transitioned from this side of life back to his country of origin on his terms. Like the Frank Sinatra song, Dr. Miles did it his way and in the process redefined the whole concept of death for the rest of us. I now have a new take on life as well as death and would love to share with you the lessons I've learned on this journey. Please stay with me. Hi everyone, a very, very warm welcome back to this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. I am your host, Georgia A. Bryce. It's only been a few weeks since I took what was an unplanned hiatus from my routine of connecting with you via this medium, but it seems like an eternity. As many of you should be aware by now of the tragic passing of my mentor, Dr. Miles Monroe, along with eight other individuals, including his wife, Ruth Ann, and the senior pastor for the Bahamas Faith Ministry, Dr. Richard Pinger. Since the accident occurred, this is my first time posting a podcast. I posted my last blog, which was a special tribute to Dr. Miles on November 10th. But since then and until this point in time, have done nothing. It has been difficult to put into words what I have been feeling since this transition. The best word I could use to describe my state of being for the past few weeks is the word frozen. It was almost as though everything became suspended. I knew what I had to do. I knew I needed to keep posting these messages for you and that I needed to keep on writing my blogs. But a part of me simply could not move. Thank you for hanging in there and thank you so much for being patient. I am back and I believe I am back with a whole new outlook on life as well as death. If you've been tuning into this podcast for some time now, I value your loyalty and I continue to crave your support and especially your prayers during this period. If you are a newbie, let me pronounce blessings over you and thank you so much for joining this family. The podcast has been around since September of 2013 and there is a wealth of information available in a combined 52 segment, including this segment. For your listening pleasure, the messages are sure to uplift, inspire, and challenge you to take your life to the next level. Let me extend an invitation for you to visit the podcast page at the end of this segment to access the archived messages, and that podcast page may be found at batpllc.podbean.com. Now, on the last segment, I spoke at length about the importance of discovering the real you and living out your life's purpose in the time frame you've been given. 
I shared about my own personal journey of self-discovery and the amazing influence and impact Dr. Miles Monroe had on my life. Now, little did I know that in a matter of days, my mentor would make the transition from this life back to eternity. And in some small but meaningful way, I had been given the opportunity to honor him in life. And for that, I am truly grateful. There's so many things I could share about Grandpa Miles. But at this stage in this process, I find that only one thing is needful. His legacy. How Dr. Miles Monroe succeeded in redefining death for the rest of us. Following the news of the accident that claimed the lives of the precious cargo on board this aircraft. Social media, particularly Facebook, became the bonfire that many of us gathered around for news, updates, consolation, and the sharing of personal experiences many of us were privileged to have had with this magnet of a man, as well as those who made the final journey with him. I, for one, received so much outpouring of sympathy and well wishes from people I did not even know, even from as far as Africa. Of all the correspondence received, one was of particular interest to me and is the actual precipitant that inspired this podcast segment. Condolences were first offered by the individual, and then the poignant question concerning whether or not we would be proceeding with the Global Leadership Summit to which Dr. Miles and his team were on their way when the accident occurred. Now, in a very strange way, the question took me by surprise, and I was somewhat floored. Though we were mourning the thought, though we were in mourning, the thought had not crossed the minds of the trustees for the International Third World Leaders Association and host of the summit, nor the delegates to abandon ship and sidebar the event. I jokingly responded to this individual and said that unless we wanted to be knocked upside the head by the spirit of Dr. Miles, we had better proceed with business as usual. A sympathetic response from the individual was then followed by a mild rebuke and an expression of incredulity regarding how we could proceed with business as usual considering the magnitude of this tragedy. How could we have proceeded and why did we proceed? My response to that question is without prejudice or disrespect. Here's how and here's why. That's what we do. The breed of people God supernaturally used Dr. Miles Monroe and his team to raise up are not just ordinary church folks. We're not just Christians either. What we are are kingdom ambassadors and in our world, in our country, the invisible domain in which we live, we do not take breaks. Business goes on as usual, and when an ambassador gets called back to the headquarters of heaven, our home country, the rest of us are trained to rise to the occasion, take the baton, and keep riding. The business of the kingdom of God must go on. It never stops when someone's task on this side of life comes to an end. I'm pleased to report that the delegates came out in full force for that global leadership summit. And there was the unspoken understanding that though our hearts were heavy, Papa Miles, Mama Ruth, 
and Uncle Richard and the rest of the team had run their leg of the journey and the rest of us were now obligated to take up the baton for the next leg. Death is always a foreboding concept. Nobody really wants to die. Every effort is made most of the time by most of us to starve off this enemy of life. We diet frantically, exercise furiously, pump ourselves with supplements, try eating as healthily as possible. We are regimented in our scheduled visits with our doctors. We avoid eating unhealthy foods and ingesting unhealthy substances. We inject ourselves with hormones and other chemicals in our bid to freeze the aging process. Some of us will go to the very end of the earth if we have to, to live. Nobody really wants to die. Now, there was a time in my life when I was terrified of dying, as most of you are. But here is what I'm beginning to discover. It is the people who aren't really living who are most afraid of dying. Here's some news flash for you. Eventually, you're going to die. When death comes knocking at your door, when your allotted time for being on earth comes to an end, your soul and spirit, that immaterial part of your being, will separate from the host that you currently reside in called your body, and you are going to die. When death comes, you cannot escape it. You will not be able to delay it. You will not be able to deny it. The fact is, you won't have a choice in the matter. I was told that the crew of that ill-fated plane had made an initial attempt to land, but were unable to do so because of poor visibility. It was on their second attempt while circling what would have been a familiar spot. They came to the end of the journey of their lives. It was as though, as it were, an invisible ribbon laid at the end of that journey, marking the finishing line for everyone on board. None of the members on that aircraft were going to make it to that leadership summit. They had reached the end of their line. Seldom have I used the word death or dead to describe what took place four weeks ago. Truth be told, what happened to the members on that craft cannot be described by the term death. Instead, they transitioned from one realm to another. They all had such profound and passionate relationships with their master manufacturer. They had lived their lives in sync with the design their master designer had diligently crafted for each one of them, and they were passionately living out their purposes even to the very end. It was purpose that brought them together on that plane that Sunday afternoon. Grandpa Miles talked on the matter of death with profundity in his book, In Pursuit of Purpose, and that is probably one of my best books of his 69. He said this, Death is a constant companion for each of us. It is also the most unique motivator I've ever known. You can either fear death, negative motivation, or you can see it as an asset, positive motivation. It doesn't matter which path you take. 
you will always meet it at the end of the road. Death has an assignment. The key then to understanding death is to discover its purpose. He further went on to say this. Killing is death before the completion of purpose. Dying is death after purpose has been fulfilled. Now here's the clincher and what I'm praying will become your perspective and subsequent motivator as it is for me. If your life is terminated before you discover and fulfill your purpose, you are killed. However, if you know your purpose and you fulfill it, you simply die. Everyone who completes his purpose dies with peace and confidence. Death, in light of Dr. Monroe's and Dr. Richard Pinder's lives, have taken on a different meaning for me. Why? Because I have seen these men live out loud and give everything they had. At age 14, Dr. Miles Monroe was fully aware of his assignment and the package wrapped up in his life he was to deliver to earth. By his 60th year and the year in which he also died, Dr. Monroe had already authored 69 books. He had traveled to approximately 120 different countries and had served as a consultant to governments and heads of state for quite possibly over 40 different countries. He was the founding father of the largest ministry or one of the largest ministries in the Bahamas, and that's Bahamas Faith Ministry International, visionary of the Miles Monroe Leadership Mentoring Program with mentees stationed in over 50 different nations across the globe. He was founder of the International Third World Leaders Association, had trained a successful team of trustees, including men and women who are now world leaders themselves, had successfully modeled and maintained a kingdom pattern marriage and family for 30 plus years, served as a spiritual father to countless men and women, along with other major achievements that time will not permit me to list. Before his death, Grandpa Miles spoke extensively on passing the baton and the mantle to the next generation. He established and implemented a succession plan in every sphere in which he operated. By the time he transitioned, everything was already being managed or led by his team of successors. He is often recalled saying in the last few months of his life that he was satisfied that he had done all that he needed to do and that he was empty. One of the first and lasting statements I can recall reading as I went through the first leg of the mentoring program was Grandpa's infamous last words. Don't just die. Die empty. Now with such a powerful and untenable legacy cultivated by Dr. Miles Monroe, how can I ever look at death the same way? And how can you? The greatest authority to ever walk this planet once stated unequivocally, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down of my own accord. And at the moment of his death, Jesus Christ uttered these three purpose-packed words that forever altered the course of humanity. 
It is finished. One of the most influential individuals to establish and set in order, order in the early church, the Apostle Paul also uttered these words of authority, finality, and success. The time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Nothing should die until its purpose is fulfilled. If you have been living life on your own terms, not giving thought to whether you are traveling the trajectory that will catapult you into your God-designed destiny, you might just be living on borrowed time. Consider this. Will you be ready when death shows up? Or will you be wallowing in regret and loss? What legacy have you managed to cultivate at this point in your life? And are you proud enough to pass it on to the next generation? What have you accomplished that is substantial enough that you are worth remembering? Can you say with surety that were you to stand before your master manufacturer today, you would hear him say, well done? Your ability to cheat death and rob the grave of your deposit is contingent upon two fundamental factors. You coming into a right relationship with your master designer and you discovering your purpose for being here on earth and walking it out. The latter is impossible without the former, no matter how successful you might be. You cannot discover your purpose independent of your designer because he is the only one who has the blueprint for your life. Now I know in our postmodern times, we love to subscribe to the idea that there are many ways to God. There might be many ways invented by man, but there is only one way established by God himself, and that is through his son, Christ Jesus. The same son who robbed the grave of its victory and took the sting of death away. You can only receive new life through Jesus, the kind of life that has already defeated death. That is the knowledge that Dr. Miles and his team walked in and through earth suits, even though their earth suits may have been burnt, mangled, and ripped apart. The essence of who they were, their spirit man and their souls, were safely ensconced in the light of God's favor and grace. I believe the moment they departed this life, everyone was greeted with the words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Nobody wants to die. But if you are terrified of death, there is that strong possibility that you truly have not started living as yet. People who live their lives on purpose are very much aware that their death is always imminent. But they're so preoccupied with and committed to finishing their course, they have neither the time nor the energy to live in fear. So what will mark your death? What will your death be marked by? How are you planning to exit this side of life? Will people, though sad, can't help but celebrate your life as they have done Dr. Miles? It is your story, your history to write. Remember, 
Don't just die. Die empty. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for the great legacy left behind by these mighty men and women who were true kingdom ambassadors. They followed after you and they patterned their lives after your son, Jesus Christ. They lived life on purpose and death was simply the tool you used to signal the end of their journey and facilitate their transition from time back to eternity. Teach us to number our days and to live consciously every moment. Remind us that there is an assignment attached to our lives with a specific time frame. Let us not run out of time before fulfilling our purpose. Death is a surety for all of us. Let us be prepared to die empty and to die finished. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us be prepared to die like Jesus did. Like the disciples did. Like the Apostle Paul did. Like Martin Luther King did. Like Mother Teresa. Mahatma Gandhi. Paul Crouch. Kenneth Hagan. Catherine Kuhlman. Nelson Mandela. Dr. Miles Monroe. Richard Pinder. Ruth Monroe. King Diego Santiago. LaVard Parks. Radel Parks, Jojo Parks, Stanley Thurston, and Farkin Cooper. As Grandpa Miles would say constantly, life is not measured by duration, but by donation. All of these great men and women died, having fulfilled their God-given purpose. They were all at different ages and different stages in life. The question for you is, are you fulfilling your purpose? Don't get caught on the wrong side of death. I want to thank you again for tuning in to this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. Again, this is your host, Georgia A. Bryce. Let me encourage you once again to visit the podcast page to access all 52 segments. That address again is B-A-T-P-L-L-C. Dot podbean.com visit as often as you'd like and listen as often as you have to uh, you'd be surprised to discover each time you replay one of those segments there are new revelations that just keep coming forth and there is so much information available on that podcast page in those archived messages to provide you with direction insight as well as encouragement Remember to share the podcast information with a friend or someone you believe would really benefit from listening. And don't forget to visit the Building According to Pattern website to access the latest blogs, view photo gallery, as well as to gain a better understanding of what the brand is about and the services that we offer. And that website address is batpllc.com. Looking forward to hearing from you too. Feel free to leave a post on the podcast page or on the website or on any number of social media platforms where I might I am present. I'm I'm on you might you will find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Google Plus, you name it, I am everywhere. I'm like water. Um 
and and if you'd like, you could also send me an email, uh, you know, the good old-fashioned way. I know some people are more comfortable with that. I really want to hear from you. Now, on our next segment, I will have very special guest, uh, Flo Gaspard. She's going to be joining me to discuss mental health issues and their interconnection with relationships. And Miss Gaspard was, uh, she's a licensed mental health practitioner and transformational speaker. And she was slated to be with me on one of my earlier segments. But, you know, all of what has happened kind of pushed my scheduling a little uh, back. But we're hoping that you will stay tuned and join us on the next segment. We're definitely looking forward. I think it's going to be a wonderful discussion. And we're hoping that whatever it is that we have to present, you are going to benefit from it. It was an absolute pleasure getting back in touch with you. And until we meet again, this is your host, Georgia A. Bryce, signing off. Stay blessed, be blessed, and go change your world. Bye.